Hello everyone, it's me, Elon Musk. You may know me from my father being a rich emerald mine owner in South Africa. You know what they say about emerald mines in South Africa? They're all good. I'm here to tell you maybe a better way to spend seven or eight dollars here. You can go to patreon.com slash some good shows and pledge seven dollars to the golden skull tier and I'm gonna come and give you a tattoo of a blue check mark anywhere you want even if it's on another person. Not me though, I am all the way out of room. I am a popular destination. If you go there and subscribe on the Golden Skull tier, you can have your name read aloud by whatever character Nathan decides to do in the very split second after they hit record. Today it was Elon Musk because, well, you know. Shout out to Andrew Albers, Ben Krieger, Casual Colleen, Charlotte Ellis, Colleen Humphreys, Doc Rubente, Eddie DeSantiago, Emily Lyon, Emma the Seance, Emo Seal, Emphatic Olive, Ezra, Hannah Kim, Khalid Saeed, Kyle Hatfield, Matt aka Stormageddon, Michael Robertson, Nancy Konak, shout out to Cam's mom, Nene12715, ah, one of my my many inventions, inventing a thing that I actually do, no, no, he doesn't, he has not invented anything, Nez, Nick Potter, Pilnock, Sammy V, Spence, Steph, Stephen Mayfield, Victoria Dion, and Zach. All right, well, I'm going to go spend dollars on a website that hates me because I have a humiliation cake. All right, see you guys. Welcome to The Big Three, the podcast that goes around and shows you all of the different animes that there are. Today, it's a movie about My Hero Academia. I'm Nathan Brandt, your host. I'm Jessica Howard, your host. Hey, I'm Cam. Hey. <laughs> and Cam is hey. here. This is what happens when I don't pull up the intro script. And I'm like, say, I'll remember it. This is not, that's what threw me. I was like, where we go around and show you all the anime in the world. I'm like, that is, I never felt like that was our goal. That was our statement. It <laughs> is now, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. T- today's episode is on Mirai Nikki and One Piece and uh, Chobits. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> this is a tall order. I don't want anything to do with any of those. <laughs> we don't have time for one piece, but we do have time for one piece of a, a, a movie. Yeah, the you nailed movie. it. You nailed wow. it, bud. Yeah, I know. I'm at the top of my game. <laughs> <laughs> World Heroes Mission, the third My Hero Academia movie, the most recent uh, My Hero Academia movie, uh, and the first time since the dorms episode mm-hmm. that prior to us doing this podcast episode, we have all seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it's it's a strange sensation to be like, all right, this is everybody's second or third time watching this. Mm-hmm. It's my fourth because I'm, you know, an overachiever. I'm a pervert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this was uh, I, I've definitely told this story before, but I this was the first time I saw an anime movie in theaters. Much to uh, the chagrin of myself when the Pokemon movies were popping off. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 When we did that Pokemon first movie, we went into to the stuff. Yeah. I, you were like, I missed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was it was really it was really good watching this in theaters. 
I watched yeah. it on my computer screen. Not as fun because it wasn't, you know, big in my face, very loud. But I still had a great time. Yeah. An anime movie in the theaters. And we'll talk about this more when like in 19 years when we do Demon Slayer for Mugen Train. But like when the guy makes a tiger out of fire and it yells and it and it, and it moves your stomach because it's so loud. That shit's cool as hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think uh, they should uh, just put all these movies that I will see eventually in theaters just for me specifically because I would like to experience that. Is it a yeah. massive inconvenience to everybody, everybody except for myself? <laughs> uh, yes, but I didn't fucking stutter. Yeah, no, the music, especially with this movie, too, because it's yeah. it's like weirdly the music is like other than like Rhodey soul is the number one boyfriend of all time. Literally. It's, yeah, he is so boyfriend, as you would say in the K-pop community. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> He is my bias wrecker. <laughs> like if if a if a, an idol posts like a very like cozy looking picture of themselves like like in a hoodie or just like chilling at home like not not necessarily done up for a show and they just look right. like it looks like a picture that you would take of your significant other you would say ah like they look so boyfriend or they look so girlfriend. <laughs> God. Well, you know, Deku in the fucking overalls is not very boyfriend later on. It, it's very much, it's giving very much galoshes. It's giving very much uh, cranberry commercial. <laughs> it's giving uh, artificial cow inseminator guy oh vibes. Jesus fucking Christ, Nate. It's what it looks like to me. I don't know. I mean, anyway, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, but I don't like to think about it. <laughs> Listen, I literally do. I don't do that for a living, but I do sort DNA samples and some of those samples. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this movie is fucking cool, though. Like, that's my top level review is that this movie is fucking cool. Does a lot of stuff that I think a lot of anime movies don't typically do like in the middle i joke about it a lot but like there's just a big gay road trip in the middle of this yeah movie. it's fucking great yeah it's just like i'm taking a gap year to do a backpacking trip across europe vibe mm -hmm. like in the middle of the movie it is just fucking gay boyfriend road trip the movie like yeah it's great more movies should aspire to that. Yeah. 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 It's it's just fucking 100%. Deku and Louise. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> but we start out the movie showing a cult worshiping the golden baby, the first quirked individual, the original quirked up white boy. I was about to say that. <laughs> but this quirked up white boy only has a little bit of swagger because it was the first generation of quirks. But like, it's it, it, like jokes aside, like, this being the religious symbol of this religious group that is like heralding the quirk singularity doomsday as like their rapture mm -hmm. moment is like cool as fuck. Like, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard yes. as fuck, actually. Yeah, like they're ironically showing the golden baby and they're like, quirks are a disease. It's like this baby was just like shining. That's all. It's like he's not sick. He's OK. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they believe in the quirk singularity doomsday, which is like quirks are going to get so crazy that everyone is going to explode. And so we need to get everybody to explode before that can <laughs> happen. And and holy shit, everybody dies. Yeah, dude. It's brutal. 
wall. Like there are no punches held back during that scene. It was really distressing. Like, yeah, that's how the movie fucking starts, dude. Yeah. Yeah. There were kids in the theater. Yeah. Um, bro, I watched 9-11 happen live on TV and I was still scared right there. <laughs> in the theaters, dude. I was st- it was like. It gave a, a feeling of terror to me watching like this guy turn kind of into a turtle. And I'm like, OK, so trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then he turns into just a dead ass like by him at the store turtle. And I'm like, what is going on in his head right now? Yeah. <laughs> There's people with totally benign quirks like they have like, you know, little feathery wings that come out of their their arms a little bit. And this this trigger stuff that they have in this movie, it's more than the trigger that like the the blades guy mm-hmm. used when he fought Kirishima, where he could just basically make a box cutter and then he could make very long swords. And people are dying. Families are dying. There's a guy who's like there's a hero whose quirk is like lasers or something like that. And he's just in pain, exploding. Yeah. There's like a lady that turned just into wind and then her clothes like drop down. I'm like, where, where is her consciousness? Where is the lady? (laughs) This fucks me up to no end, dude. Yeah. Like I, this is one of those things that is weird for me to think about how like, yeah, the movies are all like technically canon, but they're also like, eh, whatever. Cause like if this happened in the series, this would be the most traumatic event in human history. Like, yeah. Yeah, this is absolutely. something we would hear about for the remainder of the series. And they're just like, yeah, this happened. And then five minutes later, we're going to go kick their ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Like, it's it, it would be like, yeah. You remember that one time that like all of Memphis died? Yeah. <laughs> they all turned into goop or like they turned into like, man, I I, I think about the people with like the most like lame quirks mm-hmm. like um david shield from the first movie all might's boyfriend yeah his quirk is to have squiggly fingers like he can't stub his finger because he has like rubbery fingers like what what happens what happens to him oops it's all rubber you ever seen one of the wacky <laughs> waving inflatable arm flailing tube men yeah he just turns just into that. that i guess so but he I like go, so. he like flails so hard that he just fucking breaks his neck and dies well and like People like Hagakure, like Invisible Girl, like she just becomes so invisible that she like never existed in the first place. I don't know. Like, I don't know yeah, what that I does. Don't, I don't know. A lot of like anime movies are kind of retellings or reimaginings of certain arcs in the anime, like Dragon Ball Z especially oh, is like yeah, that, where it's yeah. like, oh, Tree of Power is, or Tree of Might is literally the Saiyan saga, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. Cooler is literally the Frieza saga. Mm-hmm. This... Like the first movie was basically the USJ incident where the kids are up against a bad guy and All Might shows up at the very end to save the day. But there's like hints of what's to come. Like it's literally just the USJ, the first movie. The second movie isn't really so much of that because like that movie is like, well, here's my idea for how I was going to end the series. Right. But this one is literally just the overhaul arc. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Yeah. Like same basic premise of guy wants to get rid of quirks he has a thing to get rid of quirks they're gonna rush in and do the thing every hero that you know about is gonna go in and do a thing right but i think that i think that it's still a really interesting kind of offshoot Mm -hmm. so basically that thing with the bomb happens right and then uh the world heroes association gets called to go and 
uh, invade the uh, headquarters of the group that did it, humorize, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, they just want to get rid of quirks, whatever. I really enjoy when the bomb goes off, like there's this guy who doesn't have a quirk and one of the humorized people is like, oh, like, congratulations, you're... You're one of the chosen few that's going to live. Yeah. And he's just like, no. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> everyone he's ever known has just melted yeah. in front of him. Like, fuck, dude. It's like, honestly, one of the most impactful parts of that, because it's like, a, I don't that, that shit was fucked up. It was yeah. 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 <laughs> that's like, like where if, do I work now? <laughs> yeah. Like that just was like, what if Game of Thrones opened with the Red Wedding? Like <laughs> Exactly. Well, it's like what eighty percent of the population has quirks, so yeah. it's like eighty percent of that city is now fucking dead, or like, yeah. and in... like they probably killed more people yeah, too. Sure, right? like, yeah, just the like collateral damage. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. If a man is made of lasers, he's taken a few people with him on the way out. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've exactly. seen X Men. <laughs> exactly. Bakugo, Todoroki, and Deku get called in to do the thing. Uh, and it's really just kind of an excuse to show off the new, like, stealth costumes. Just the freshest fits of all fucking time. They're <sighs> so good for how little they're in the movie, I feel like. They are in this for, like, ten minutes. I was, like, so pumped for it. And I was like, oh, that's the, like, World Heroes Association. That's so cool. And, like, they they have the stuff. And it's just basically their outfits, but in black. And like, I mean, it worked for Kingdom Hearts too, so it works here. Exactly, exactly. This is their organization thirteen <laughs> outfits. <laughs> I would give them crap for only wearing it for ten minutes, but then I thought about it. I'm like, that's just me. Literally, anytime I go anywhere, sure. You yeah. put on something nice, you get home, it's off. No, yeah. I'll rewear it another day because nobody saw me in it, and it's clean because I wore it for fifteen minutes. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. This is my denim jacket I wore to the pharmacy. Uh, <laughs> <vibes>. <laughs> But I do think about like what other students like stealth costumes would look like, like Uraraka's with like pink accents on black or like Kirishima with red. Like, I think it'd be really yeah. cool to to think about. But like, we don't even hardly get our big three in those outfits <laughs> for more than fucking seven minutes anyway. So whatever. And it's funny to think about Bakugo having a stealth outfit yeah. when he's literally King Explosion Murder. Like... I frequently uh, call Andrew the human shotgun whenever he does any sort of stealth missions in video games. But really, (laughs) that is Bakugo. Bakugo is literally the human shotgun. Yeah. This motherfucker takes go loud as a like, that's like the start of what you do in every sort of stealth mission. So the the lead up into this was that episode uh, where Selkie brought, you know, Froppy and Mm -hmm. everybody Mm -hmm. and yeah, Ravity did the like did the plane landing thing. Um, and so, like we were saying, the trigger bombs here are like way bigger of a deal than just a guy choosing to use trigger. Like it it's even like green to show you like, oh, it's super dangerous yeah. here. Turbo um, trigger. Yeah, I mean, it's like imagine if someone just made like mega meth and was like, yeah. we're yeah. just gonna <laughs> drop this on a city and what happens happens that's like some mk ultra shit yeah Yeah. this this here kids this is giga cocaine (laughs) it it makes you turn into a turtle for real (laughs) (laughs) i feel like sometimes i've taken some edibles that have done that 
No, what, yeah, yeah one thousand yeah. percent. I've had like too many pieces of a, of an edible, and like I am a turtle now. <laughs> like I've never taken an edible that has turned me into lasers, though. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I avoided edibles for a very long time after uh, I spent 20 minutes staring at the ceiling because I told Andrew that I was phasing my body up to the ceiling and I was seeing the room in different perspectives. Fucking sick. <laughs> That's sick as fuck, dude. You, you are an X-Man. That is my quirk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, look, I, diso- I disassociate to... You ain't special. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they get there for the to disarm the bomb, but nothing is there. This basically, we learn later, is just a ploy to get like the World Heroes Association on Humorize's case around the world so that they can have more trigger bombs to explode them and make all the heroes go crazy and die. And then, hey, there's no more heroes. Love that game. <laughs> so we then see a uh, secondary protagonist in this movie. Uh, his name is Rody Soul, and he lives in a country that is basically what if Spain were San Francisco? Yeah. Which I think is really cool. It's pretty sick, actually. Yeah. 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 Like, you, like, there's the fucking Golden Gate Bridge in there and shit. And, like, I'll get into it later, but, like, they show this place on the world map. You're like, where is this country? And then, like, zoom in on a thing and show you where it is. And you're like, Oh, okay. Right, cool. Tight. This is <laughs> they Fucking thought about cool. this. So we see Rody and his little bird friend Pino say goodbye to his siblings while he goes and does work basically being anime Aladdin. He's literally just Aladdin. Um huh. <laughs> which a little is bit, little Yeah, bit. I guess you're right. We we love a rogue. Yeah. We love a, we love a dashing rogue. Absolutely. I love Rody Soul. I I think that he's like a really cool character and he is canonically Deku's boyfriend. Like, one, there's one no million way. percent. There's yeah. no way, dude. No, even when I was watching it and like he he pulls out the photo fo- and this is a little bit later, but he pulls out the photo of his brother and sister and he's like and, and then Deku's like, oh like th- that's so cute or something like that. I'm like, yeah, he wants to be the stepdaddy. <laughs> <laughs> Deku is the dad who stepped up. <laughs> his successor and this dad. <laughs> Jesus. My quirk is one for all okay so i'm gonna support your family basically roadie's whole job is to just pick up stolen things and take them to get like fenced and resold like that's that's his whole thing is he's like he's basically a gopher we see him stealing bikes and stuff and i I like that he's just like i'm a little shit lord what are you gonna do about it and that's his whole vibe i like all the culture though of this of this like fake country Mm -hmm. um like it old school European stuff, but like very American stuff too. Like there's trolleys and stuff. It's cool. Yeah, it's pretty fucking tight. The music here has its own identity because it like this is a movie and it has budget to have like, I don't know, let's do like a weird version of this song on like a, you know, a a nylon string guitar to just like sell that this is a different place than we're used to. And it's like, oh, that's really cool. Basically, the, the, the kids are here to watch out for trigger bombs and uh, they're, they're watching out for humorize and they're their leader flecked turn flecked turn it's it's real bad <laughs> it's a really bad name it, but I, I really like him i i like <laughs> i remember watching this in theaters obviously there's no subtitles in theaters and i was like mm-hmm. hey what's his name like i yeah. <laughs> like i feel like and it's it's just the difference in how everybody says it just as a character mm-hmm. but i'm like i i still don't know this dude's name and Deku like just kicked his ass like I feel like I should know something by now 
they turn the word flect into like a, a three syllable word. Like it's like flect turn. <laughs> it's it's so yeah. weird. It's like, oh, say, are you saying like lectern weird? Like what's going yeah. on here? Oh, lectern. Well, I guess I mean religious wise, like that might be maybe part of it. But like, but... I don't know. I it, what probably it's like. Oh wow, they just uh took the first syllable off of the word reflect huh yeah he's reflecto back at you yeah <laughs> like <laughs> ejecto cedo cuz is his name um <laughs> rejecto cedo <laughs> oh my god uh-huh. So the gang sees a robbery and goes after them. And I always enjoy seeing a slightly heightened budget action scene in an anime movie. The um, action of this movie is so fucking good, dude. It's so good. Yeah, dude. Bakugo chases after the glam version of him, which is really yeah. funny. Like the guy that he's chasing after is like he can do the same shit as Bakugo, which he like sees as a challenge. But like it's like little like sparkly magic yeah. things. And he's got like a fro and stuff. It's just like I, I talked I about know. it a little bit during the the OVA with the baseball but like Mm -hmm. I don't know man it's fun like just after how high stakes everything has been in that show to just be like what if we just catch some small shitty dudes once you know that's fun what what about a jewel yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's also like a tornado guy that Todoroki goes after while Deku helps uh, civilians out and does does being a good boy Mm -hmm. the villains pass off whatever they stole to roadie soul who is work is waiting just around the corner there's a lot of cg with this but it's it's really well implemented but there's also a lot of really really good hand animated environments that like rotate and do like perspective stuff like when roadie is like on the rooftops and like the camera is spiraling around and it's all like actually animated stuff. It's every like every time it, that motherfucker did parkour, it looked so good. Yeah. <laughs> this dude in his like 9,000 year old clothes that he's wearing, like it, his it shoes are tied so together with good. rope. This movie looks so good that I'm, I'm very happy that there isn't a movie coming out with this current season. And I don't know if Jess has seen any episodes of the new season, but I have the team that, it worked on this movie is working on the show right now oh, like and you can fucking you tell, can tell dude cool <laughs> we'll get into that crisp can't wait to watch that in 12 years <laughs> listen we can we can watch nine episodes of attack on titan at a time if you'd like um no <laughs> exactly <laughs> we see a lady with a bow and arrow for an arm totally like fucking up somebody's whole shit she's basically causing a situation where roadie soul and the person that she's actually chasing end up switching briefcases making roadie soul have whatever thing this guy had and we see him earlier he's he's a guy that is his that is escaping from humorize um and i guess he just leaves this guy this dying guy with a bunch of jewels <laughs> and like knowing what's in there he probably was like oh no the case let me make sure it's okay Oh, what the fuck is... <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. And then he dies. <laughs> then he died. So Deku catches up to Rhodey, who has escaped into a subway, and then they have their little meet cute where Deku <laughs> proves that he's a very good boy. Deku's such a fucking hall monitor non-derogatory. I love it. Yeah, he's learning a lot from Ida, I feel yeah. like, in this yeah. movie. <laughs> he's taking after him a lot. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to assume that you have watched the movie, and if you haven't, I'm going to spoil like a later twist. I already did spoil it. So I said Deku kicks his ass. 
Oh. <laughs> I was like, when did we talk about Pino? It's it's so funny because Pino is also like a, a, an abbreviation that one of our friend Michael Hyam <laughs> uses for pornography. And that's like so funny. Just be like, can we talk about Pino now? Um, I don't know. Can we? <laughs> but, <laughs> put the explicit tags on here. But no, um, watching this movie a second time is really cool because you know that Pino is Rhodey's quirk. Yeah. He, it's basically dark shadow, but for your emotions. And that shit is really cool really because cool. in any given scene, you know when this little Aladdin boy is lying because his little like parrot friend is like crying when something is happening. So you know what his true intentions are. And like it gives another watch through a really like cool, deeper level because anytime he says something and acts calm. Pino is freaking the fuck out mm-hmm. <laughs> in the background. It's really, it's really cool. Yeah. So Deku and Rhodey fight for a little bit and the case opens up revealing just a total like normal pencils and paper, like normal briefcase shit, no jewels or nothing. And like Deku is like, huh, well, sorry, I guess. And Rhodey is like, yeah, you should be sorry. And he starts to leave and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> this should have oh jewels God, in God, it. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, my God. This should have like lucky charms, like level <laughs> like jewels and, and gold in here and shit, dude. They get above ground and the cops are like, I'm going to kill you. Which is like, okay, cool. They're not in Japan anymore. The cops do kill people <laughs> over here too. Got it. God. And so Deku is like, what is their fucking deal? And runs away. There's a lot of Deku getting shot at in this. Yeah. And I'm like... Todoroki and Bakugo are physically just normal people. Like they have these abilities, but if they get shot, they they're gonna die, dude. <laughs> like Bakugo gets hella stabbed later on. <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, I like was watching. I mean, I don't know, not to get too ahead of ourselves, mm-hmm. but I was watching. I'm yeah, like, yeah. this boy is dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> A million percent. I remember preview shots went out and people were like. This must not be canon because this Bakugo's gonna die, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like there's no way anybody would survive that. Yeah. But yeah, so Deku and Rhodey escape um doing some Spider-Man black whip shit. They start to regroup for a second, but then the bow and arrow lady finds them, and there's like a really cool 3-4 version of the villains theme. Yeah, yeah. Turns out Deku is now wanted for mass murder, which is another really good screen grab yeah. from this of just like hero deku is wanted for mass murder and in the english version the like <laughs> like news reporter is like uh yeah i guess this little boy killed like 12 people or something <laughs> like yeah this, <laughs> this kid i guess all right uh, yeah. anyway here's steve with the weather steve tell me how we doing out there but yeah like this this movie is very much a like 1a big three like centric movie mm-hmm. but we do see shots of everybody reacting to everything and kirishima's like deku would never kill somebody unless he had a good reason to <laughs> like <laughs> kirishima like in that moment like feels it feels very much like an i think you should leave sketch mm-hmm. it's like just that guy just being like oh man he'd never kill anybody but i guess if you really had to they probably really <laughs> fucking deserved it you know <laughs> yeah well that's how kirishima would I be know. if he found out that it was true yeah. he's like yeah. i don't believe this and in his head he's just like what did they do but i <laughs> but i love him though <laughs> <laughs> and like you cut to like ida and aizawa watching this on tv having a fucking conniption fit over it like Ida's like, I leave you alone for fucking one day, <laughs> one day, and you're a mass murderer. 
Did you not learn anything from when I was going to be a murderer? <laughs> yeah, like, Let's go back to, to season two. <laughs> Play the tape. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so it looks like the police and the villains are working together. Wow, what a weird fantasy world this is. What? Um, but <laughs> since they can't give uh, the since Deku and Rhodey can't give the case to the bad guys, um, because they'll fucking end up dead and helping the bad guys out. They need to go on, like I said, a big gay fucking road trip. I love, like I said, Deku's new outfit. He it's 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 giving <laughs> artificial insemination <laughs> vibes, but also like he's just he's just a little country fisherman yeah, boy. This is y'all might. This is y'all yeah. might oh for God. sure. <laughs> like it's not all might with a cowboy hat. This is y'all might. They sneak on a bus, on top of a bus, and Deku's like, we need to pay. And Rhodey's like, we need to not be seen. And Deku's like, Delaware Smash Air Force Currency Edition <laughs> Microtransaction. And like does, and like flicks two bucks into the thing. That was so fucking good. <laughs> like, I love, I love that he physically cannot handle, like... Not following the rules. Like, just doing anything that is not good <laughs> like anybody else would be like all right fuck it man i'm already wanted by every country i'm gonna hop on top of a bus and not pay for it he's like i can't do that i'm gonna have a fucking breakdown <laughs> we're not animals i may well have just committed mass murder if i don't pay for this bus ride <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I didn't do the mass murder, but if I do skip out on paying this, that is a crime, and I will go to jail for this. Exactly. Like a, the currency is called euros, which is really funny. Um, it's not euros; it's euros. Mm -hmm. So there's a cool dynamic here with Rhodey, like wanting to do the right thing for his siblings and having a valuable item that he sees as like an easy money trade. But Deku is like, they're gonna kill us dude it like there there was a lady with a bow and arrow for a hand and that was the first one they sent like you 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 know that they got like some crazy motherfuckers waiting in the wings if they're lighting off bombs that are turning people into like quantum goop in other in memphis like i said earlier i guess I'd, I'd like to take a moment here too because i feel like we didn't touch on it as much as we should and it's very important to me mm -hmm. um yes arrow lady is fine as hell god she is dude. holy shit dude so Oh, Holy fuck, dude! So so hot. Linkle Linkle could never. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> like distractingly hot. Yes. Yeah. Every time she was on the screen, I was just like, "So we're rooting for her, right?" Yeah. It's like, <laughs> all right, Deku. Who fucking cares? Like, kill him. Whatever. I want to know what Barros's story is. Yeah, uh, which is her name, by the way. It's like someone just made a really sexy decidueye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is just. Yeah, this is like the Decidueye like is, Halloween. She is sexy costume. Decidueye cosplay. Yeah, Jessica and yeah. Decidueye. <laughs> yes, actually, that's really, that's really yes. good. That is astute. <laughs> and I will say that this lady is either the blueprint or the precursor to a canonical lady that we're going to see in the second half of season six, who is even more distractingly Good. hot. Great. Oh, you have I'm my, excited. you have my full attention. Great. <laughs> yeah. You will be at attention when you meet lady Naga. 
But anyway, so we get like a little flashback here with Rhodey and his siblings who seem to be like living in a actually nice place. They're not living in a van down by the river like they do in Otheon right now. Looks like Rhodey's dad was a famous engineer that got recruited into Humorize and then they kind of lost their decent standing and started living in squalor. It's kind of like, oh man, your dad is like a top like Scientology guy. Fuck you. Like, yeah. I, w I wish people would do graffiti on people's houses if they became Scientologists. Anyway, for legal reasons, that was a joke. Um, it was not a call to action. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what spray paint even is, you guys. <laughs> but this is a really cool, simple setup for Rhodey and his family, and it creates a set of really good motivations and, like, relationships and deep character interactions and stuff. Yeah, I, I think, like, largely, like, I, I think that this movie is, like... I don't want to say it's relatively safe plot wise, but it like kind of is like it is very clear, like, yeah, good guys on the run from bad guys, good guys going to go beat bad guys, very like by the book motivations. But like, who fucking cares? It works really well. Like, it doesn't have to be like extremely complex to be good. Yeah, it's actually something that I like about this movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I think out of the three movies, this one is my favorite. And I think it's mm. because it does feel more like a movie like the the stakes are just as high, if not. I don't know. It's hard to say, like, if, if it's higher compared to the others or not, because they're directly going to kill a lot of people. Right. Yeah. Like, it's not like if we let him go, he's going to do damage. It's like there are bombs that will destroy the earth. Yeah, <laughs> But it's a smaller group of people for the most part. And it's mm -hmm. a story that we have seen before in movies like this. It's like a very like it sticks to kind of that action formula, mm -hmm. but it all mm -hmm. just really, really works. Yeah. And I like how condensed it is in comparison. Yeah, totally. It like this. This is a very formulaic thing, but the like we have a set of characters that are proven to be good, um, plus new characters by the people that made those already good characters. So like they have a lot of trust going into this. That like, yeah, it's going to be a vanilla milkshake, but it's going to be like a really good vanilla milkshake. That ice cream <laughs> like, is hand churned. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's going to have like the gold leaf on top and shit. Like this is going to be like this is like an eighteen dollar milkshake right well, here. Well, it's cool too because it feels like as much as I love um, the episodes or the movies where it feels like every character is given op like equal opportunity to shine and like kind of have their moment. This one is not so much about that, but. You know, in sacrificing that, you get to, like, go to these new places like Otheon and, like, Clade and kind of see a little bit more outside of, like, what we normally see in these movies and these mm -hmm. episodes. And it feels – and, like, even even humorized, too, and, like, examining that uh, organization and those beliefs and stuff. It's, like, it's it's a bit different than what we're usually watching. So it's very cool, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Yeah. And it's and it's outside of the like normal bad guys and stuff. Right. So it's not yeah. like it's it's what made like gentle criminal a little bit refreshing because he had really no links to all for one or Shigaraki or whatever. Those guys were busy doing other shit. Uh, but like so in this we don't get like and then after I'm done, I'm going to tattletale on Shigaraki oh, and then he's going to he's going to turn the earth into dust or whatever. It's just like. Those fucking villains are nothing. I'm going to do another thing. I'm not even going to mention them. Yeah. We don't see them or anything. Um, it's it's really cool because it's a standalone like thing. Um, they don't go into like 
Deku's whole deal with his like borrowed power and yeah, well this one is black whip. This is like my other ability. Yeah. Um, and I'm working on like doing the other ones and like, I might get like a total of like six or something, but like, we'll see. And so this, my journey is this and I, I ate a guy's hair. Um, he's like, <laughs> don't he's worry. We're friends. It's normal. Um, for like, if you're, if you took like your mom or dad, like if you're a kid and took a, your mom or dad to see this, they'd be like, ah, I guess he's like a, he's like a spider man, yeah, whatever. Pretty cool. much. And he basically, basically yeah. is. <laughs> I, it was very funny whenever we watched this in theaters, cause Audrey, was like visibly concerned whenever Deku started using Black Whip because she did not know that I knew that happened yet. And yeah. she was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, did did me wanting to see this spoil it? And I'm like, no, we're fine. I I, I, I literally just watched that episode like last night. So we're good. Yeah. Like, that is so cute and funny. I love that. It was really funny. They have a, a kind of a talk about what's going on and... They sleep in like an abandoned like warehouse or whatever. Deku wakes up and Rhodey is gone. Uh, and Pino is like trying to like wake him up and like get him to go. And like knowing that that's his true intentions yeah. is like he really wants to protect Deku. But like he's doing this thing for his family is like it's fucking really cool. So he hands over to the he hands over the suitcase to a humorized member when it seems like they're not going to be satisfied with just the briefcase. They want to get Deku as well. Uh, the guy, the guy that they fight is like a traditional Japanese like demon guy with like that was so fucking cool, dude. <laughs> especially like when he just is a normal looking dude, and then he's just he just turns into like a guy from like Dragon Ball Z hell. I will never not be impressed by how this show just continually just throws the coolest fucking like powers and weird people at you, like fucking salam yeah the dude. guy the the guy from egypt fucking flat who, stanley himself <laughs> <laughs> fucking he's just edge shot but permanently just flat and like mm -hmm. holy shit it's so fucking funny he pops up in the manga every now and again when the there's like a reaction and from the rest of the world going on i'm like oh, oh hey, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> So, like, th there's, like, a little mini fight here. The bow and arrow lady shows up, and Deku fucking takes an arrow to the cell phone <laughs> for his boyfriend. It's it's a stupid cliche of, like, oh, thank God I didn't die because I have this item right here where they decided to shoot me at. Yeah. But we're cool now, and now I conveniently don't have a way to communicate with anybody. But, like, I like that they circle around with the, like... Deku's always texting Todoroki like codes and clues of where he is if he's in trouble or whatever, like just like in Hosu. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hey, your codes fucking suck, my guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, he texts him like, he texts him like, make sure you eat strawberries. Yeah, eat the strawberries in the fridge. And definitely try to have a very. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bud. He's lucky that like he's texting Todoroki, the person who has probably like the most inner monologue of anybody that he goes to <laughs> yeah. school with. Cause if it was Bakugo, he'd be like, I don't even like strawberries. And then he'd <laughs> just, just throw his phone, the phone out the window. <laughs> Honestly, Bakugo has his number blocked. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> fucking Bakugo. Yeah. He, he fucking watched uh, Captain America civil war and was like, okay, Deku, you can only talk to me from this one phone. If you text me, I'm killing you. We're getting a fucking track phone from the Mick Walmart, okay? 
and you're texting me on that, but only if only if you think that All Might's going to die and I'm not next to it. <laughs> I don't care if you're going to die. A hundred percent the coworker who is like, no, you can email me or message me on Slack. You do not get anything else. Yeah. I am that coworker. I am that coworker. Yeah, me too. hundred <laughs> percent. That's valid. <laughs> Somebody asked me for my number at work and said, hey, can I text you this thing if I have any questions? And I'm like, no, but you can email me. And I will get back to you at my earliest give a shit. I will about get back you. to you at my earliest <laughs> tomorrow. Fuck, I'm hourly. I'm not doing that shit. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, fuck them up. So yeah, they they escape from the from the uh bow and arrow lady and the like like demon man, and they have more of a gay road trip together. There's like a little song from like Asian Kung Fu generation, mm. which is like if you if you if you've studied your Naruto and you've studied your your older anime, like that's like that's like <laughs> I was I was gonna say they're the creed of Japanese anime. <laughs> and they kind of they kind of are, but non-derogatory. Okay, yeah. Sort of like they've they've been around and they they do a lot of shit with anime. Sure. So they regroup and Deku is like, I'm trying to heal up and they're in a cave and they try to figure out how to get to the next country over called Clade. Hell yeah, I love Metroid. Yeah, to get some diplomatic immunity. And they talk about the nature of heroes and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's all stuff that's well-tread yeah, territory is, in the that, actual like A show. lot of that stuff definitely is like, hey, this is probably somebody's first time watching anything about this. So let's do like a little bit here. And like it's fine. It's also in his character to just do that all the fucking time anyway. Right. So. He's always going off like he's always going on about like, and I believe yeah. being a good boy is good, actually. <laughs> this motherfucker is the type of socialist that like will not shut the fuck up about theory. <laughs> <laughs> now you see now you see the symbol of peace. It's more of an idea. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> so the next day Rody steals a fucking Volkswagen Hell like yeah. bus truck. The logo on the front is the logo for animation company Bones, oh, which is cool. really good. It's like the little like oh. B thing. And I'm like, I'm like, neat. That's <laughs> rad. Like, it's like the Volkswagen Bussy Mobile or whatever the fuck. Great. Great. <laughs> it's really cute to just see dudes being dudes being gals being yeah. pals, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just having like a nice little road trip and like, oh, Deku fell into water. <laughs> like everybody's still going to die, guys. Maybe get a little bit of a hustle on here. <laughs> <laughs> they really are just Breath of the Wild again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zelda's been fighting for fucking a hundred years and they're just like... Calamity Ganon as a giant pig in the sky <laughs> floating around and like Deku is like rolling and like being like, oh cool, a crab! <laughs> 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 Oh my god. Fuck, that is so accurate. There's fucking side questing. Look, Rody, I have to get all of the Korok seeds. <laughs> <laughs> I need to I need to max out our relationship before the final battle. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like he needs to get his like oh, romance boy. scene before he goes to the final yeah. boss. This motherfucker this motherfucker's out here playing Mass Effect. Like Yeah, exactly. So that night they talk about quirks and Rody reveals his to Deku and we never find out what it is until the very end, which I don't know about either of you, but like I'd never guessed that. I never would have I never would have put it together. I assumed it had something to do with the bird like maybe there was like a communication thing yeah like you could talk to animals or like there was something to do with it but like that is not at all what i guess yeah 100 yeah and i mean it's it's anime so like i would also buy that like i don't know i just got a little animal buddy mm -hmm. on yeah. me like yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like um 
it makes it makes sense that it's just kind of a normal thing if it is a normal thing. But then also like him being like like I said earlier, knowing that it's his quirk, like in enriches the entire like movie yeah. because you can just look at Pino and be like like when when Deku is like healing up and Pino like goes and cuddles on him, you're like, oh, Aww. you guys are gay, huh? Like, <laughs> and Rhodey's like embarrassed of his quirk and. Even though it's a really esoteric and cool quirk and not just like in a hero way, but like we we talked about like what our quirks would be not as not as heroes, but as like just like normal people uh, right before. Right. And like in an everybody can contribute to society way while using their quirks like Rhodey Soul's quirk being Pino and showing his true intentions and having like a cool little bird buddy like he would have such a great career pathway in what we he's shown he's already good at, which is childcare. hundred yeah, percent. Like, like, are you kidding me? Like there would never be an, are you mad at me with roadie soul? Yeah. <laughs> because like, if Pino is there and doing fine, then it's, he, it's just a thermometer for how he's doing. Mm. Oh my God. Humans need that in general. That would be wonderful. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know, like, you take Connor to like his first day of kindergarten and his teacher is like, hi, I'm Rhodey Soul. And like, this is my quirk Pino. Pino always shows how I'm feeling. And it's like a little buddy. I'm like, that's the coolest shit in the it's world. It's pretty fucking good. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so the next day, Rhodey says that he's going to uh, split from Deku and figure out another way forward while the car is out of gas. Uh, uh, just then the villains attack and it's bow and arrow lady. And uh, call me. <laughs> yes, exactly. Whatever this lady's deal is, she is guilty about using her quirk or something. Like maybe she was like an assassin in her earlier life and is like now trying to atone for it by, I guess, killing other people for the right reasons. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, pour it out. Let's go. The other dude has the biggest balls of them mm. all. Uh, he just makes big billiard this, balls out of his hands. This man's quirk is just orb. I really like that when Todoroki shows up and like apprehends him he's like i don't even give a shit about any of this i don't yeah. care about any of this i'll do whatever you want i'm just here so that they don't kill me <laughs> and then <laughs> like, surprise <laughs> he dies womp, womp. bro he gets fucking killed like yeah yeah absolutely also as a nitpick thing deku does a move that is uh he calls delaware smash air force kick but that's a st louis smash air force hey shut okay? the fuck up and keep reading <laughs> Delaware Smash Air Force is is his hand. Hey, all right, all right. Let me push up my fucking glasses, you fucking dweeb. All right, it's a Saint Louis right, Smash. Go read okay. a fucking like I don't know. Why don't you go Delaware Smash? Why don't you go Delaware Smash some bitches? All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, dude! All I got is Pino. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is Nike is seriously uh, missing out on some anime brand collaboration with not doing like. Air Force smashes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And Deku colors. People joke online that like Deku's like most important and most indestructible item that he has is his normal ass, regular ass red (laughs) shoes. No kidding. (laughs) It's like Hulk Um, shorts. They're indestructible. Exactly. (laughs) His fingers are broken like 40 fucking times each, but those shoes. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, like I said, they get rescued by Todoroki and Bakugo, and they're it's it's a really, really, really cool all one shot action scene that's like panning around mm-hmm. 
and it's not cutting to anybody. It's just like, yeah, this fight fucking owned, <laughs> dude. It's so cool, and they like basically do nothing. All they do is like freeze the guy and like blow up another. They thing. blow up. They take out like half a mountain range. What are you talking about? And 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 a helicopter also. The shit whipped ass in theaters, dude. Yeah, everybody's doing their signature moves and shit. At the end of it, bow and arrow lady literally just kills herself. Yeah. What? <laughs> She's so sad. She's so good. Uh, don't kill yourself. You're so sexy. Uh-huh. Oh my God. <laughs> Podcast is canceled. Yeah. <laughs> that is the moment that made me like, oh, even more than like the beginning thing where everyone was dying. I was like, oh, she's really ride or die. Yeah. Like literally for these guys. <laughs> like... I'd rather die than get caught by these fucking teenagers. It's like, shit, dude, we never ever are going to learn what her deal is yeah. ever. She's not in the manga. She doesn't come back in any way, shape or form. She's just fucking dead. And that's fucking hardcore. That's fucking wild. Yeah. So they regroup after that fight like they even could. It's being like, uh, that lady just totally fucking died, didn't mm. she? <laughs> like, and Baku goes like, I don't care. Give me the fucking Rubik's Cube. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so like I said, there's a fucking Rubik's Cube that they have to solve in the same way that Rhodey had when he was a kid. And I hate that they cut away from it. It's the same thing as the new Hellraiser movie mm -hmm. where there's like a little puzzle box and they got to do the thing. And I'm like trying to internalize how the puzzle works because I'm a fucking nerd. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, no, how does the motions work? Don't cut. No, show me it. Show me it. <laughs> I want to see the thing, yeah. dude. <laughs> but out from that pops a fucking HR Giger memory stick as well as like a, just a little a little SD card. I like that when, like, Todoroki can't do it. He's like, I don't have the brain cells to do this. And Baku goes like, you're just doing it wrong. Let me see. Yeah, and he's just like, fucking Fuck. idiot. Yeah, and he's like, fucking thing sucks. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and Rhodey's like, oh, yeah, this is the other weird part of my personality is that I can do this. Here you go. It's a little haunted SD card. Meanwhile, in a secret cave that is definitely inspired by H.R. Giger for real. What is with this fucking like architecture in these buildings yeah, for humorizing? No, man. Shit is fucking alien isolation up in here, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, these motherfuckers got early copies of Scorn. Oh my god. Yeah, I know for real. The police bad guys are explaining to Fleck Turn that uh, Deku did a diplomatic immunity, and Fleck Turn is like, okay. The motherfucker went to another country. Yeah, sounds like we're good, bud. That means they can't stop me in this country that I'm in. <laughs> so I'm going to just do the thing. Which, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I really wanted to get at him because I knew what he had. Also, like, that motherfucker is in fucking Spain by now, dude. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this dude's in anime France. I don't <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> so he sets off the start of the trigger bomb countdown that exists in many different countries as the World Heroes Organization uh, decides to dispatch localized uh, little groups of heroes. Among these localized heroes are a group of people that we end up seeing in next season and other characters like uh, the lion hero Shishido and the Godzilla hero that we saw in the first movie. I remember. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's the Godzilla. Or it's like Gojiro, yeah. the, the the hero. And he's like, hi, everybody. <laughs> like, we need more kaiju heroes. Yeah. It, it, literally. I mean, Mount Lady's in here for a second, but Yeah, shit, this man. motherfucker is just like baby Godzilla, but taller. Like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's also literally just Harley Quinn in the crowd, which I think is really funny, too. Mm -hmm. 
So we don't get a lot of looks at other hero teams doing stuff, but it's it's cool to see our students in action like doing mm-hmm. the thing and like Tokiyami and Hawks working together is really cool, especially because you know that this is what Tokiyami like really wants. Oh, yeah. Like he's mad that he didn't get to do a whole lot of stuff at Hawks's uh, agency, but right here he's like, "Oh Hawks, uh, there's like five thousand bombs. What do I do?" And Hawks is like, uh, "Take care of it. Figure it out. <laughs> Defuse them." <laughs> I, I saw a couple of like criticisms about this movie that like, "Oh well, everybody in here, everybody is like here, but they don't really do anything." And I'm like, "I don't know. Like all of it still feels like it makes sense within the world." Like. Yeah, like it was always going to be a big focus on like the main three characters, but like even the like side shots of them with their work study groups doing shit, like all of that stuff is still good. Yeah, like they're with their canonical work study people like Jiro and uh, Shoji are with Gang Orca and Gang Orca is like, all right, shrimp shit, (laughs) figure it out. He trusts them, but he's also like, all right, maggots. Yeah. It's like really cool. Well, it's like, and you have to consider, you know, I mean, how many, there's like 20 students in class A and 20 students in mm-hmm. class B and probably mm-hmm. just as many like adult characters as well. Like that's mm-hmm. 60 characters. And like, granted, sure, maybe like 20 of those 60 are less important. But I mean, like you can't expect every season, every movie, every whatever to cover 30 characters doing yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, they still got pretty damn close in this movie, and it was yeah. still solely focused on, like, a core group of people. Yep. Like, you know, I don't, yeah. The only, the only, see, you only don't see, like, four people in action, mm-hmm. and those, they're the people that are at home sitting on the couch yeah. <laughs> with Aizawa. Well, and, like, something, too, that's a part of, like, hero work that, I mean, is part of, like, the core issue of this society right is so much Mm -hmm. of the hero work is not the stuff that's in the spotlight Mm -hmm. but like it's it's the people striving for that a spotlight and being the very best and being the symbol and being in the top 10 like that is part of what causes the problem because people aren't doing the shitty work that needs to be done Mm -hmm. so like it's kind of refreshing to see people doing the shitty work and it's not even shitty work they're still like literally (laughs) saving these cities they're just not doing like the the most important part of the puzzle that is yeah it's it's not the public part yeah Yeah. exactly well cementos and mike doing like a combo move to like make a make a ramp and then mike is like all right everybody we've got a rocking little ramp for you to roll on down (laughs) it's like why don't you get along little doggies and go this way before we all fucking die Before my, I turn into that one power up from Kirby when he has the microphone and I, ex- <laughs> and I insta-kill everyone on screen. <laughs> By the way, this is apropos of nothing, but we, we, we keep saying the big three of 1A, right? The, the teaser image for this movie was them in their stealth outfits and it said, he will meet the three musketeers. And I was like, what is that? No. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? Like, dude? I really like this movie, but that sentence is harder than anything in this movie (laughs) holy shit i remember being like who is he like are the three musketeers like our guys they're not called that ever like what is what is the vibe here Mm -hmm. um turns out it was just like somebody wrote a a cool line and wanted to use it yeah i was gonna say that literally has nothing to do with what happens in the movie but doesn't matter that shit goes like oh my god 
Yeah, D'Artagnan ain't in this fucking movie, but like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Back with the big three of 1A, they are checking out the memory stick and stuff, and they find out that they have a message there from a guy who used to belong to uh, Humorize, and he's talking about what's going on. I really like that Deku is, or like, Todoroki opens it, he's like, wow, that's... That's a lot of computer files, everyone. <laughs> and Bakugo is like, look at the most recent timestamp. I'm like, IT superhero. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, no. I was Bakugo in that situation. <laughs> look at the most recent timestamp. I'm like, oh, shit. And he just plays the most, like, relevant thing. I'm like, fuck, man. Okay, shit. I mean, um, it's that easy. Yeah. It's that easy. Cl- close the ticket. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Essentially, what's going on is that they the uh, Humorize started the first trigger bomb scenario to gather a bunch of heroes to the Humorize locations across the world where they would do new trigger bombs and kill the entire population of world heroes um, and then, you know, do a big anarchy and then swoop in and, and make sure that the the untainted humans are, are the real ones or whatever the fuck. Mm. They're the bad guys. You get it. Essentially, the big memory stick is like an off switch for the whole trigger bomb thing. It's like very much a there's an intentional design flaw in the in the yeah, uh, it's the Death Star, the Death hole Star. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's the Death Star hole. That's what I that's what they that's what people say when I show up to the fucking gala event. Um, anyway, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> you would think that the bombs like shouldn't have a timer to give people the chance to like get rid of them or whatever, but there's too many of them to get rid of. And it's an excuse to, like I said, get all the heroes in one place because their job is to protect everybody. Mm -hmm. And like, they explicitly can't leave to go try and fight flecked. So like it as it is actually a pretty airtight plan. As far as the villains is concerned, it's really simple. Yeah. But it's like, well, I'm trying to kill all the heroes. So what I'm going to do is like be like, you have a half hour to find my little boxes. Oh, oh. my my CG boxes with unnecessarily rotating bits on them. <laughs> it looks like a like a rare treasure chest from the fucking ancient beasts in Breath of the Wild oh and shit, God. dude. It's crazy. So the three amigos plus Rody Soul decide to go to humorize and try to disarm the bomb. It's really funny because they show Otheon and Clade on a map. And it is literally just a circular island to the southwest of UK that, like, what if Spain had its own Ireland? Yeah. <laughs> basically. <laughs> and, like, it's, it's I, I don't know, most, most places are, do, like, a, a Simpsons-Springfield scenario where they won't commit to where it is at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like, where is Metropolis and Gotham? Shut up, dude. But like here, they're just like, no, it's an extra island. We added there's there's just more there's more stuff on this earth yeah. here. Yeah. So just just deal with it. <laughs> so from here, they they do the thing. It's an anime movie. They do the thing. Basically, uh, from here, we're going to just kind of talk about how tight the fights are. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty fucking. They're so good. I think that as far as sick fucking ending Deku fights go in these three movies, I think this is probably my second favorite because that first one is fucking incredible. Yeah. Oh, so the first the first one's your favorite. The first one with all my. I did not like that other one. That's OK. Really? I, I mean, I think I just didn't like it because I'm like this ending f- kind of sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
That's fine. Uh, That's fine. I think the, I don't know, the second one I have the most problems with plot-wise, I think. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the final fight is real fucking good. For some reason, I'm able to turn my brain off about the plot problems sure. I have with it. And for some reason, for me, that movie, like is my favorite and like I don't I don't know that anything is going to ever like top it other yeah. than like some of the stuff that's going on in the anime right mm-hmm. now but like this one's really really good. I like that they're all separate, right? Like yeah. I like mm-hmm. that there's separate one-on-one fights. Well, one on there's there's two one-on-ones and one two-on-one yeah. fight going on. But and of course it's Bakugo because Bakugo's the only one that could handle two things happening at once. Yo, they kick the shit out of him. Immediately thought of, I mean, Fuck Kanye West at this point, but uh, right. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> no, what were you gonna say? I'll- the whole line, it's like you're like he's the only one who can handle two at once, and it's like the line that he has where it's like I love your titties because they prove I can focus on two things at once. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> and when you're talking about how Bakugo's the only one who can handle two things at once, I was like, <laughs> hilarious. I like that when they show up. You know, there's there's somebody who has like a, a great value brand present mic like power <laughs> yeah. and whatever. And like Bakugo, those people don't retreat. I think Bakugo just kills like 40 people that that are shooting at him. And he's just like probable cause. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> yeah, there's like there's like, there's like that like first wave of dudes. Bakugo just mows them fucking down. The, some of these people that Bakugo are fighting, they're not getting back up. No, they're not they're, at all. They're staying down they for forever. Exactly. Rhodey ends up being kind of like semi captured by Humorize and taken in to do some blah, 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 whatever. Your dad was not actually evil after all, whatever, whatever. Todoroki does some like he does Hell Spider for a second. Mm-hmm. Like and as like, you know, a super fan that can like has forced themselves to be able to recognize what the special moves are when they do them. I'm just like, whoa, that's like Hell Spider is the one where like like be like laser beams come out of their fingertips that's the one that that endeavor yeah. used to chop up that building yeah that, the shit, one that, that shit was tight as fuck <laughs> um but it's just cool to see him like adapt his like dad's moves and stuff mm-hmm. like that because that's his whole like plot line right he also uses uh flash freeze heat wave in a in a way that makes it make a lot more sense than it did in like any other times that he uses it flash freeze heat wave is the one where he puts a bunch of ice down mm-hmm. and then does a big fireball and that can that makes the air like immediately expand and explode the ice and do fire stuff yeah and it like intrinsically makes a lot more sense when, when you see and it, you get it it's gonna take a lot of budget to be like okay so the physics are happening now but like i don't know it's really cool she was fucking good dude like yeah. that that one i think of the i I mean, the Deku fight was animated incredibly well, but yeah, uh, I think the the Todoroki fight was so good. Like the Bakugo one, like at the end of the day, it was still just like a shitload of explosions and blood flying everywhere, flying around in right. the air. Yeah. Like that, like this one was just different in a way that I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and the they animate the ice really well too. Mm-hmm. Like with like it's all like cuby and stuff like that just, and rotating around. I am a sucker for that kind of shit and I don't know what it is. You love the cubes. Like that's that's why I like that first movie quite a bit. <laughs> like I found out that there's a name for that. It's called the Utapon cubes. Oh. It is a animation technique that people use 
when they want to pop the fuck off, basically. They're like, I'm going to make animators basically say I'm going to reduce the debris to just cubes so that I can animate them really simply. And because I'm animating them really well on a on a simple shape, it, it makes up for the fact that it's not a very varied like set of shapes. Mm. It's just a bunch of cuboids, right? Shit's so good. Shout out to Mob Psycho 100 that uses Utapon cubes. Yeah, they do like that shit all the time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> studio Bones, another Studio Bones joint. Yeah, right. So Todoroki runs into a guy that's on trigger, and we don't really ever learn what his his quirk is. His horns and f- fingernails can do whatever he wants. Basically, there is a sick as fuck musical callback to Endeavor's theme. Mm-hmm. That when Endeavor was fighting the Nomu, yeah, like they did not need to go this hard for this vanilla milkshake, but they absolutely did. <laughs> As for Deku's fight with Flecturn, it's basically just a repeat of the initial Nomu fight mm-hmm. uh, against All Might, where he can, you know, absorb damage, but here he can reflect it. Um, but since quirks are like a muscle or like a magic meter, they can be depleted. Um, this motherfucker depleted his magic so much that he knocked the blue out of him later on. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, your mana is gone. <laughs> but back with the Bakugo fight, though, he's getting super duper fucking stabbed through the body. Dude. That boy was made into Swiss cheese. That yes. fight had the energy of watching, like... It had the energy of like watching an episode of Dragon Ball Z where the character is popping off, but they are not surviving that fight. You know, the movie The Wrestler. Yeah. Where it's like he really shouldn't be doing this, but he is anyway. Like that's that's the vibe I get from this where it's like, oh, don't do it to him. If this were an episode in the show, he would have died (laughs) like full stop. Like that is that is a like send out a character kind of fight. He's he's like using his support items in a like really smart way too. Mm. like the writers and animators is really are showing that they understand the characters, how they would fight all of the tools that they have at their disposal. Mm. Yeah, no, I think we should have Todoroki do hell spider here to take out the, that laser gun. It's like you wouldn't have that thought if you were just like, you know, a jobber coming in and yeah. just being like, I don't know. He does fire. Whatever. I like the show a lot. I never would have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the look of Fleck turns quirk and how it's counteracting the force by essentially like it makes like a weird physics thing behind Mm -hmm. him to like make sense of the reflecting uh force Yeah, like the air just on the outside of the force is like distorting in a really fucking cool way it looks like fucking hot air coming off of like asphalt or something i'm like yeah that's fucking tight actually and they, it looks like a fucking like black hole too. They don't even care about making it make sense. They're just like it. Just it's the rule of cool. 100%. If it looks cool, it's perfect. Yeah, who gives a fuck? <laughs> um, so this is basically like his backstory too. Is that he reflects every everything that comes in contact uh, to him. So he's never been you know held by his family. He's never been in love in a reciprocated way or whatever. He even says that he couldn't even kill himself with his quirk, which is like super fucking dark, but like a really interesting detail for this character to have come out the other end of that and basically had like a religious awakening about it. You know, I think that's really, really interesting. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know, it kind of makes sense as a motivation of like this guy was never in his way, in his view, he was never loved. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so he just rejects everything and like that's his quirk too. So that's like really it's just it's tight. Can't believe that I can't believe they just made the final boss of this movie a fucking incel. I, I mean honestly oh he 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 his balls were so blue that so was the rest of him. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. Um, blue balls does kill. Uh, I also like that his support items make him like fly just by like being things that are like mm. trying to touch his body <laughs> and he just repels from it like everything about the design of him fucking owns actually yeah uh yeah like he has like i i, I, I called him the final boss of the movie but that motherfucker is how you end a jrpg yes mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. all of the things that are on him are like creating barriers to repel things off of him like a magnet even more like he has like brass knuckles that are like floating outside of his hands yeah. like it's tight as hell dude so Rhodey shows up and basically fakes that he's betraying Deku so that they can get the upper hand Rhodey goes ahead to put the thing in the thing and stop the thing and then Deku does a United States of World smash and that's equally corny as fuck and extremely fucking good yeah yeah I, I think at the when I was watching this in theaters uh, I think I didn't hear I, I was like super into just all of the bright flashing lights and the music happening in front of me uh, <laughs> that uh, upon my second watch and I'm like, did he fucking say that? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what did this boy say? It's like, buddy, open a fucking textbook. You clearly haven't been in school that long. Like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happens when you have a terrorist attack every quarter instead of midterms. 100%. But, like, I don't know. Like, oh, man. When I saw that in theaters, uh, uh, and then, like, <laughs> just rewatching it, I'm like, yeah, oh, that was really cool. But, hey, hey, what, bud? I, I, you know that, you know that when All Might met up with him and, like, got debriefed about it, he was like, United States of, of yeah, world like hey like I understand in the moment like it's hard to come up with the right thing to say <laughs> but uh you, you know you gotta work on that a little bit but young Midoriya let's go practice one-liners yeah exactly like I said United States of Smash so you skipped past that yeah. and you, you just did the United Nations world, Smash worldwide Smash was right there you could yep. have said that that would have been sick what are you doing, young Midoriya? <laughs> I I love like the idea of present Mike and <laughs> all might like just being like, that was no good, dude. Present Mike just out here just like your game, whack. Your clothes, whack. And I just want Aizawa to be solemnly like <laughs> Now I want you to come up with 20 things you could have said. That would have been way better than that. Honestly, like, I feel like that would be the great unifier with like the class A yeah. big three is none of them would have any fucking talent whatsoever at like being quippy. Yeah, no, not at all. And and you see that when when Mount Lady does that interview, interview thing in training. season yeah, five. Yeah. 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 And he's like, oh, you're like deck like Todoroki, you're a real heart stopper. He's like, oh, you're going to die. Are you OK? <laughs> I think the only one who has, I think the person with the best one-liners in Class 1A is Tokiyami. Revelry in the dark. Yeah. And like, and like, I don't think it's on purpose. <laughs> like, he's, no. it, is, it is just, that's just how that motherfucker talks. 
He's not doing it for the camera. That motherfucker, that, when that motherfucker drops his croissant, he says curses. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. You know what I mean? Shit, dude. Somebody cuts in front of him in front of, like a line for something. He's just sitting there quietly reciting fucking poetry. Like, blast infernal woman. <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah no like but all of that aside and the one little moment where it looks like he's just punching really fast at nothing i'm like buddy get closer to him you got you're real far you're, you're almost there <laughs> but it is really cool to see like they have an uh it's called an impact frame right mm -hmm. where it goes black and white for like a frame yeah but the impact frame starts out like way before the punch happens and you're it's you're supposed to intuit that he's punching that fast that like that one was a punch he's just seeing stuff really slowly yeah. right now and his uh they call back to the overhaul fight because like when his hand extends just like fucking 20 fists and shit like that yeah exactly and they're like pink and yellow and so stuff. fucking cool yeah yeah and like it's not like overhaul where pieces of him are fucking exploding off of him, but like Fleck turn is getting like, like totally like he's totally getting fucking motorboated, dude. It's insane. It is kind of wild, like how shitty of a dude do you have to be that the first time anybody touches you touches you is them punching you in the fucking face? God. <laughs> Jesus. That's so sad, but also deserves. It is, but it's also, he fucking deserves that shit, dude. It's like, my parents never hugged me. I was never fucked. I don't even know how my clothes stay on me. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's unpack that for a second. <laughs> this is, this, my life is so, I've been without touch my entire, I'm so touch starved, babe. And Deku's like, how about I lay these fucking hands on you, dude? Let's go. Deku should have just been like, I don't know, by Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems like a thing touch starved people do. Womp womp. I'm gonna punch you with the thing your wife did to you. <laughs> Left. Um <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey Elon Musk, you suck dick, dude. Anyway, Got um Bakugo does a howitzer impact so good his shirt explodes <laughs> off of him. Yeah. He does a rocket punch, dude. Yeah. That's so cool. Bakugo is just a professional wrestler. You cannot convince me otherwise. Yeah, his name is like Grenado. His Honestly, name is like... King Explosion Murder. Like that's oh shit. Yeah, it was right there, wasn't it? It was right there, wasn't it? Um, if you if if I were to just fucking turn on my television set and tune in and like AEW, it's just like tonight we've got King Explosion Murder. I'm there for the entire fucking rest of the year. Like you've got W howitzer impact. Exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. He fucking rocket punches and like the like little weird blade snake guys are like Meh! and they cut it and it explodes. And then he does. He starts. You, you like see him spin around and like do the do the howitzer impact motion from zero to 60. And like shit's scary, dude. Yeah. And then he he beats them. And then he ends in the same pose that All Might makes after yeah. Hosu, but he has like the thumbs down yeah. and he's like, you're a bitch. And then he falls <laughs> over. <laughs> I love that like Bakugo is just hater All Might. He literally is. That's it. He's just hater. He's just hater All Might. 
the the blade bad guys are like laughing at him and he's like you guys are fucking annoying and then they do trigger and what bakugo says he's basically like that scene in in uh batman 89 or whatever where he's like you want to get nuts yeah <laughs> let's get nuts He's like, I've been wanting to fucking cut loose all day and I'm about to get into the third word of my name and make it true. I'm going to murder you, dude. I I love that. Like, I think the thing that I love about those fights, like those three fights all happening, like simultaneously is like mm-hmm. Todoroki's is like very calculated and he's like thinking of very interesting ways of like getting out of it and everything. Deku mm-hmm. is like, you know, very much about his character and Bakugo is just, what if I just punch harder? Like, what <laughs> yeah. if I just keep going? <laughs> and I like, I like a villain that you can't just punch into submission, but like the answer to Deku and Bakugo's fight, both being, like yeah i'm just gonna punch more (laughs) is really really good i like todoroki's uh he does like this final flash freeze heat wave Mm -hmm. he does uh uh flash fire fist for like the first time that we we ever see it's uh he does jet kindling which is a really cool name for like the start of his fire stuff right like yeah absolutely and he like the voice actor for him like screams and shit it's like you know you don't really ever hear that motherfucker has raised his voice like three times like, and one of them was because he couldn't get he wasn't heard at the soba store yeah <laughs> <laughs> which i mean that's extremely valid excuse me <laughs> sir <laughs> please accept these three dollars for soba <laughs> Um, but yeah, that like the fights are over and it, it, there's a little scene where it's, it is the gayest scene of the movie. Deku being like, oh my God, Rody, did you do it? And like, Pino is like, I put, I did, I did it. I'm, I was like, I wasn't real. I wasn't corporeal for a second. That shit was fucked up, but I put the memory yeah. stick in there. That was, that was pretty good. And then Deku is like cradling Rody and it's like, we'll take you to the hospital. And Rody's like, man, I'm so fucking cool, dude. <laughs> Yeah, bud, you And, like, are. it cuts to Pino, and, P- and Pino is like, yeah, I'm so fucking cool. So you you know he yeah. literally does yeah. think that. He's like, bro, I did a hero thing. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I mean, I think you've earned, like, patting yourself on- He got on, lasered in, the in I, like, the you, spleen. You earned patting yourself on the back uh, from saving uh, the world from kind of a very sudden genocide. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You've, yeah. You've earned uh, like, a little- Hey, I'm all right, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. at the very least, you're buy yourself some newer shoes, yeah. please. Yeah, but get you them fucking Deku shoes. Like, I was yeah, I was really hoping that at the end Rody would be given the jewels from that or like he would come across those jewels from the oh that would have ruled yeah just something very funny. Yeah. Yeah, like I wanted him to have like a dub, but I also enjoy that like the resolution for his story is like he does get like, you know, a quote unquote honest living working for the man who is explicitly coordinating jewel thievery, by the way. But I mean, eh. <laughs> it's Otheon, baby. I ain't I I don't want to go to any bar that is completely fucking straight edge. Are you kidding me? <laughs> What's a little jewel thievery between pals, you know? Yeah. You know, Al Capone ran a, some pretty good businesses, actually. <laughs> All right. <so>. OK. <laughs> Al Capone was right. T-shirt available. <laughs> I'm vetoing no. that one. No, I'm vetoing that one. 
But yeah, the the very end is Deku and and uh, Ko, uh, including a fresh as fuck uh, street clothes burn-in. She's wearing like pink leggings and stuff. I'm just like, oh, I love you. I, I would, love you. I would, I would die for you. <laughs> also, I don't want to gloss over the fact that two of the heroes that were helping out Endeavor, one of them is a flying squirrel girl, mm-hmm. and the other one is like a like a lady that can like see through walls, and her name is clairvoyance, which is really good. Very good. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's better than any joke I can ever make. Endeavor is straight up just like, Claire, where is it? I'm like, shut <laughs> up, dude. I told you about my City of Heroes hero, right? No. No. When I played City of Heroes, my character's name was Anne Arctica. God, Jesus <laughs> fucking, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, your Todoroki OC. And, yeah, and she was she had like she was like white hair and like she, I mean she was very storm esque, but she had ice powers. Mm, mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude! That's good. I always wanted to play City of Heroes, yeah. but I ne- I didn't have a good enough computer to do it. So fun. But yeah, so the final scene is Rody saying goodbye to Deku, and Rody is like, "Yeah, it's uh, probably for the best that this isn't really canon. So uh, you may as well just stay in Japan for forever and forget that you know me." Meanwhile, Pino is like bawling. Yeah, and Deku knows that like that's his true intentions. And it's so cute. Yeah, he gives him a hug, and and Rody's like, "Fucking." fucking asshole dude <laughs> like, <laughs> like while he's hugging him and it's just like yeah man, these bi- good for them these bitches gay good for them <laughs> like <laughs> um yeah and that's the movie like like Rody gets a job as a as a bartender or whatever the fuck and um then there's a bunch of scenes of uh Rody and his <laughs> his his brother and sister Roro and Lala um, which is hilarious yeah. and adorable. Just like living in that trailer, having like a happy little life. Like Rody is like calmly like getting the dishes together and like, you know, looking like he's not having fun. But you look at Pino, who is just like playing with his brother and sister and like having fun. It's just it's just fucking really nice. But <laughs> now things will never be nice again <laughs> because <laughs> we are going to be going back to. Uh, Attack on Titan. And then we're coming out of Attack on Titan to go into wartime. The war again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, boy. I I will never know peace, will I? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, So for the first trip back after the simulated hiatus of Attack on Titan season one to season two, we're going to be covering the first four episodes of that season. But anyway, that's going to do it for this uh, movie. So if you like this movie or thought that we missed something, check us out at at the big three MHA on Twitter, or you can check out some where the biz stands for business. Um, if you want to listen to a show about the MCU that uh, our friend Pilnock and our our, our one of our, one of our girlfriends, yeah. Audrey, the collective yes. girlfriends, yes, yes, absolutely. the girlfriend of the podcast yeah. network, girlfriend of the pod. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, Jess yeah, is the exactly. mom. <laughs> a family can be a mom, a pill knock, and a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what is some good shows if not just some weird fucked up sitcom, huh? Yeah, exactly. It's like my two mustache podcaster friends. And anyway, anyway, I can be found on Twitter at, at Victory Position. I can be found on Twitter at A Wild Jessichu. And I can be found cyberbullying Elon Musk. And this has been the big three. Peace. Peace.